The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the voice. Of Search Podcast. Today we're going to talk about what works and what doesn't in SEO. Joining us is Deepak Shukla, who's the founder of Pearl Lemon, which is a globally remote team connected by cloud technology and a passion for all things SEO. With 20 plus years of SEO experience between the Pearl Lemon team, they've got a track record of getting results for their clients no matter where they are. And today, Deepak and I are going to discuss why reputation management is your number one failure. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Deepak Shukla, the founder of Pearl Lemon. Deepak, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Always a pleasure to be here, Ben. Glad to be back. Excited to have you back. You know, this morning, my son likes to uh, listen to the Beatles in the morning. Okay. And one of his favorite songs is Good Day Sunshine. And I looked down at my calendar to see what my first meeting was going to be, and I noticed it was your name. And without realizing it, I was singing Deepak Shukla, <laughs> Deepak Shukla. So you're like the uh, the sunshine in the morning of the SEO podcast world. Thank you for being a reoccurring guest now. <laughs> Always a pleasure. I'm glad that I got to light up your life and shock your son. So having it to the background of the Beatles is, 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 is never a bad thing. So thank you for that. You know, <laughs> we love all things coming out of uh, London, Great Britain, the UK, whichever part that you happen to be in right now. And we're going to make this a, a regular thing now. We're doing a monthly series yeah. with Deepak. Yeah. And today we're talking about right and wrong in SEO. Deepak, one of the first things that you said, reputation management is an important topic. It's something that people need to address and they're often getting wrong. Why is reputation management SEO's number one failure? 
I think that the focus that a lot of people have when it comes to visibility on Google, I mean, the end game basically is to, let's say, generate sales of some kind, whether it's an e-commerce business or a service. I'm focused more on service because that's the nature of what we do. This is probably mostly relevant for anyone, insurance, mortgage brokers, financial services, agencies, of course, as well. And the ultimate end game of ranking, let's just say for SEO agency, London, New York, or whatever, so you want to generate business. But in terms of the buying journey, what is it that people look for? The number one thing that everybody looks for is evidence of your reputation. And for any savvy buyer, I still find it incredible that I'll go to a website that might rank or does rank. And I see how little effort is put into the management as well as amplification of their reputation, specifically how and what I mean by that when it comes to reputation. I mean, case studies. But what I mean when I say case studies, because people are going to say, well, case studies is nothing new. So many case studies, they just look fake. And they don't look real. And they're very, very easy to kind of misrepresent. And basically, I think that uh, one of the things that we found a lot more invaluable fundamentally is using content, let's say repurposing, but beginning with video as the apex of management of your reputation. So when I have a case study, what we've begun to do differently is open up Google Analytics, Google Search Console, show email trails that demonstrate like volume of work done and communication with that client. And then maybe cut to an example and using that as Magento SEO case study and putting that on your service page and blending basically transactional keywords with evidence of reputation and combining the two. And there's a way to kind of put them together where people treat them as quite separate buckets. And the problem is, is that I think that the transactional keyword and absence of really good management of your reputation, I just think you're missing a bigger trick because most of your audience aren't SEOs. So I guess it's worth going back and talking about what do you mean by reputation management? You know, when I think of reputation management, I think of when my mother-in-law Googles my name, it comes up with a political pundit. And so my reputation management isn't great on Google because People are finding the other Ben Shapiro and confusing us. Or on the flip side, there's the when somebody does find my name, does it have positive reviews or negative reviews? When you're defining what reputation management is for SEOs, how do you think of the job that is required for them to manage or create a stellar reputation? Absolutely. So there's this kind of stars and stripes reputation, as you said. Well, number one, there's there's the entity level. So let's just say when people search Ben Shapiro, is it the right Ben Shapiro? And is it the right Ben Shapiro's links that are appearing on page one? So you've got your entity level, which I think a lot of people that if you're a service business, it's perhaps a poor assumption of mine, but ironically, it isn't. But I take it as a given in terms of the truth that you want to try and appear on page one and be recognized as that entity. The second level of it is you generally want positive reviews about, let's say, your business or yourself as an individual. But then when it comes to the reality of someone who's going to maybe spend three, five, ten, fifty thousand dollars with yourself, then it's actually your service level reputation that's important. Meaning that, okay, so I've Googled Ben. I expect to find Ben on page one of Google because Ben's an SEO agency or Ben's 
has contract sizes that are this big, so that's fine. I expect to see that Ben will have some good reviews, but what does he really do for his clients? How does it actually work? What does he actually offer? What does the process look like? And I think that that's at that layer, that's the part that I think where the real buying decisions happen. And that's where I think from what I've seen, a lot of companies, for whatever reason, don't do a robust enough job of combining the two. Because when I'm on, for example, a page for a company I'm considering for SEO services, let's say, I, I want to see all of that in one shot, really. And people mostly go as far as having a picture and a little quote, which you can kind of fob off from anyone. So that's kind of what I think about when it comes to kind of the advanced level of your the management of your reputation. What I'm hearing from you is that there's two components to reputation management. One is placement, two is content. And the ironic thing, and maybe the reason why this is SEO's biggest failures, is generally as an SEO, our community is thinking about how do I get my properties to rank? Because you have visibility into what works, what you can manipulate, and what the you know what the results and what the results are on the flip side when you're thinking about how do i get other properties to rank content that references me it's a little harder to control because you don't have the end visibility of their site i want my yelp reviews to show up first in google so i'm going to make sure that i have great content on that site i want my company's glass door reviews to show up first when they look up for the company Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Managing your reputation using SEO tactics on other people's platforms is valuable, but it's hard to figure out what moves the needle. So am I thinking about this the right way in the sense of that's why it's a big failure is that the SEO community doesn't have visibility into how to rank for other people's platforms? It's a good question. So I think two things. I think number one, the platforms you've just described and those that go beyond it, the Yelps, the Yells, the, the Glassdoors, the Trust Pilots, Angie's List, whatever it might be. G2. Yeah, yeah. I think taking the time to actually optimize across all of those platforms is simple and straightforward, but perhaps tedious for a lot of agencies. But it is, I mean, directories, of course, are a go-to. 
And I mean, we fell, for example, I think recently on Capterra or G2, they started releasing listings of agencies. And I'd always thought of it as a platform for software until I did a search for top SEO something. And I saw agencies begun to be listed on G2. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. It's G2 or Capterra. So I think that this is something that's very easy to miss that a lot of companies don't think about enough. And we regularly get onto calls from the inbound side of our business where they, we say, oh, how'd you find us? And oh, well, you know what? I kept looking at all these lists of best SEO agencies on directory platforms and you guys appeared quite well on several of them. Some of them were just pay to list, clutch, manifest. Manifest is a property of clutch. It's pay to play, basically, to appear at the top of their listings. So there's kind of a manipulation aspect to a lot of these platforms anyway. And, and then, of course, they're at secondary level, it's a question of what content do you have that appears on these platforms? And, and that's where I think you can kind of combine these two things, which is where it's looking at the authenticity and the legitimacy of the reviews that you build. And it's not just, for example, at a company level, it's also at a stakeholder level. So one of the things, for example, that we need to think about, depending upon your service, is what is the reputation of your key account managers? So Eon is my head of sales. I make sure that his LinkedIn profile is really well optimized, that he has several great reviews, and that when people Google Eon, that some decent stuff comes up. Because if you're buying Parliament services, but you're being sold by Eon, and you're buying us at three to $5,000 a month, I want you to have a 360 degree sense of a real positive reputation of not only the company, but its key stakeholders, because you're thinking, well, who am I going to be working with Eon? Oh, you'd be working with me. Okay. So what's your deal then? And that happens potentially at some point, depending on who we've spoken to before and after they've ever spoken to the team at Pearl Lemon. So that's, it's really interesting to see the extent to which they look at someone's reputation. It's like the layers of an onion, right? When you're thinking about managing your reputation, there's what's your site, there's how do you show up on the other platforms. And then sort of that interior level is what's the reputation of the people that work at your company. Help me think about prioritization. When you're thinking about, well, I want to focus on optimizing and making sure my site has great visibility, but my consumers might be looking at other places or looking for people in my company. How do you know what to focus on? How do you figure out where your company, where your customers are going to be to try to source your products and services? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. I think at one level, you can do that anecdotally by thinking about your own search process from a buy-in perspective. Like, Not only what do you look at at Google, what are the links that you were drawn to? So there's a reason within the SEO community that listicles and directories are so popular. When I say directory specifically, I mean, for example, Google Maps, as well as other platforms that list businesses. And then top 10s, top 20s. So why not apply that to your own process to begin to think about, huh, if I'm hiring into an arena that I'm not an expert on, how would I engage in such a search process? And what's the parallel in my own community? And then to steer a little bit from a kind of a content repurposing funnel, people can repurpose review content. And that's the other thing or a quick win with optimizing it. So for example, let's say we do SEO for Ben Shapiro as a brand and we write content, we build a WordPress website and then we try and rank it for podcast, podcast USA. There's actually multiple types of case studies we could build. We could build a content case study for our content side of the business. We could build a WordPress case study 
we could then build also a uh, SEO case study. And I wouldn't even have to involve you for any of those pieces because I've got all of the actual evidence within my own wheelhouse. Assuming I know that you've had a good experience with us, why would there be any problem with me detailing, you know, this is the work we did for Ben and then optimizing for all of those three niches across all of the either relevant lists, directories, or pages on your website. So one of the other challenges that sometimes companies have, they say is that from an SEO perspective, I can't really optimize a case study beyond like the simple one page about we did X for X client. But I think again, people aren't thinking about it laterally enough. So prioritization is, is definitely something that's difficult. But I think when you think in those terms, you can actually get a lot of quick wins in because often the other element of it is that, well, I need, I need to go to Ben for a quote. Not really. If Ben's a happy client, Ben's just lazy because it's not in his interest to sit down with you three different interviews. Just write the quote for him and ask him if he, if he thinks it's okay. So what I'm hearing from you is you can go and you could produce the content in-house yourself for case studies. And I guess the question is, that's a great way to prioritize what you're doing with your in-house content, right? How to get your properties to rank. The question of prioritization is something that I think you need to talk to your existing customers about. And one of the things that always believe that building and feedback loops for your customers is very important to tell you not only what their needs are, why they're looking for, you know, what their pain points are, so you can create content to try to address that, but also where are they looking to research products and services like yours? And going to your customers, first and foremost, is the best resource for that, right? Go and talk to the people that you have a good relationship with and say, hey, how did you find us and where are the sources that you went to go through the research process to figure out whether we were right for you? And depending on what your business is, if you're a B2C consumer local business, the answer is probably Yelp. Right. If you're a B2B SaaS business, it's probably G2. But you know, have your customers tell you what are the resources they use. And then you need to figure out based on what their responses are. Hey, I went on Google and I looked for this content, create content for it. Actually, I went to G2 and I just reviewed SEO agencies. Well, you know you need to focus on G2 first. So I had two things to that that I found really interesting. The first thing is that I agree. And the reason I'm probably guilty of not illuminating that on this podcast is because I speak to some of my clients less and less as the team manages them more and more. That's number one. But number two, client recall, I found is often terrible. They aren't interested in discussing it at length. But then sometimes you do get the gem who tells you absolutely everything. What I have found useful also, and you've just reminded me of it, is much like when you're trying to find hidden websites, let's say, when we, for example, one of the things I was doing today to think, what other platforms, how can I uncover more listicle type of top SEO agency type sites? Just using the semantic related keyword searches at the bottom. So I searched best SEO agency and I thought, well, what does Google show me as all of the related searches when someone's searching for best SEO agencies, UK or London? And then opening up all of those pages, I uncovered seven new websites that we just not seen based upon similar searches people run, which contains those top 10 style blog posts for which we then reached out. So that was also something that was interesting in terms of how to uncover additional places that you can think about prioritization. And what's interesting about that is that a lot of these sites are built with SEO intent anyway. Anyone who's building a listicle is probably doing SEO at some level. And again, what's interesting is that then they become pay to play. You approach them, you say, how do I get to be number one on your list? They're like, you can pay us 70 bucks. 
I was like, okay, I'll pay you 70 bucks. It's fine. Let's do it. Uh, so it's also, it's just a strange world, but there are specific things that we've seen that you can do to basically get yourself as much as you can through a combination of talking with your clients, but also approaching these listicle style sites to see that you're placed near to the top or on top of them, depending upon either what the fee structure is or their close to non-existent real due diligence process. Again, levels of the onion. You can start with your customers, have them give you the general topics, and then you're doing research based on what the algorithms in the, on those websites are to try to show what content they think is relevant for your customers. At the end of the day, your reputation is often what's leading more to sales. It's not where you show up. It's not what content you have. It's what other people are saying about you and what their experiences are is what ends up driving sales. And that's why failing in this area is incredibly painful for your business. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Deepak Shukla, the founder of Pearl Lemon. In part two of our conversation, which we're going to publish tomorrow, Deepak and I are going to talk about why topical content is a waste of time. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Deepak, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Deepak P. Shukla 1. That's D-E-E-P-A-K-P-S-H-U-K-L-A, the number one. Or you could visit his company's website, which is pearllemon.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 